Guys, if you're in Minneapolis, there is a scheduled protest to happen in downtown. Don't go downtown. Scheduled from 5 to 8. And if it's anything like what happened here last night, it's not going to be. Go home, be safe, be with your family, and appreciate the little things that you have going on in your life. And that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm hungry and I'm hot and I'm thirsty. I'm carrying a bunch of camera gear. Guys, that's it. This is David Esquire coming to you live. And uh, that's it. Remember to stay caffeinated. I'll see you soon. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Right Now on New Right Network. I'm your host, Christopher Chamberlain. With me today is my very dear friend, also known as a caffeinated photographer. He's a Minneapolis <laughs> uptown resident here in Minnesota, David Esquire. David is a former Ralph Lauren Mornway model and a professional photographer. He resides in the uptown Minneapolis neighborhood in Minnesota. Now, David, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Of course, uh, consistently drinking coffee. And I have been a professional photographer, uh, filmmaker, philanthropist, entrepreneur, uh, be somebody ambassador for years, many more years than I can count. Let's just say I've been shooting and taking pictures and video since the four lettered F word film. So it kind of gives you an idea of how long I've been behind the camera. And um, that's pretty much it. I very similar to Annie Leibovitz. I live my life through the lens. And for some of my friends, it kind of drives them crazy because I've got all the lenses and everything to go with my iPhone and my camera equipment at all times. But that's how I perceive and interpret the world. It's, it's always through an LCD screen and through my camera lens. And I like to be able to display uh, life as it happens, and the beauty of it, the raw uh, nature of it, everything. You know, it's my perception of the world, at least. Exactly, mm -hmm. David, you're a great guy. Uh, I've had a lot of interactions with you. Uh, I know you lived through the California, uh, you know, riot, Rodney King protests, OJ Simpson, the earthquakes. Uh, with everything going down in Minnesota and Minneapolis and uptown, what is your take on the uh, way things are being handled? To sum it up in one word would be disappointed. When the, I was going through the previous three incidents in Southern California, the National Guard and the police forces from all the different counties had swooped in the incidents had happened they swooped in within a matter of hours and proceeded to secure neighborhoods as fast as they could to protect the citizens and the businesses small medium and large respectfully uh, as quickly as they could and to use a phrase that um, my partner in crime christine likes to say she likes to say just nip it in the butt and so that's what they did and that i witnessed uh did not happen in our at least from in Uptown, we we did not have that. We still don't have that to this hour. And I'm very concerned. And it's, it's maddening, it's saddening. And I really, I hope, I hope and pray that the people that do pull the strings and are in charge have learned a lesson from this and realized that the table can't stand without the legs. It truly can't. I've seen, many walks of life all around planet earth i've been on nearly every continent i think i've been on every continent i don't know i have to double check i mean south america asia europe i haven't been in russia yet um but i've photographed almost every imaginable walk of life and as a as a human race we want the same thing it doesn't matter what country you're in we all want life liberty and the person the pursuit of happiness. Sorry, man. And Sorry. there's, we have the dichotomy of happiness happening in Uptown and all around Uptown right now. It is the pursuit of survival. It is the pursuit of your business and your life and your livelihood surviving, your home. And we haven't been protected and we have not had what we were told we would have. Wednesday evening at approximately 6.15, I had a conversation with the area manager of one of the bigger retail chains here in Minneapolis. 
left. And I was so enthusiastic to see she was taking the signs out of the windows. And I'm not going to say who or the store because I got enough people getting hurt right now. She was taking the signs out of the stores. And I was so happy to see that they were going to be opening up again. They were going to do a soft open and then next week have the ability to fully open with a lot of the restrictions being lifted. And I said, I was, you know, been so concerned having seen what I've seen and then knowing how uh, just a few short months ago, Rodeo Drive and um, Times Square in New York, and I believe parts of Santa Monica, almost simultaneously at the same time in one weekend, boarded up all of their luxury and premier stores. And that happened when H&M got broken into. Well, H&M got broken into first before all those locations and cities boarded up. And H&M boarded up in Uptown on Hennepin. And my first thought was, this is the sign. I've seen it. I've lived through it several times. They need to do the same for the other businesses. They need to take it seriously. And my conversation with this area manager, she basically said, we have nothing to worry about. We are okay. And I brought up the, how things were starting to turn with the incident that happened last week and the protests that were starting to form. And they, she again reiterated, they had nothing to worry about. The city has their back. And then roughly two and a half hours later, approximately 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the evening was when it started to unfold and unravel in, in, in such an exponential pace. Um, I witnessed from my flat um, people of all walks of life, the traffic built up both foot and in car and all cars, all SUVs, trucks, you name it. Um, people of all walks of life, not, there was no one more type of person more prevalent than another. It was everybody. And it was picking up and picking up and getting a little bit more rowdy. And, you know, and it wasn't just cars cruising Wednesday night on Hennepin. It was people really looking for an opportunity. You could see it. People were looking at the stores. The stores had been closed. And the cops came in eventually and started to break up the traffic and the foot traffic. And the same people that were um, starting to get things rowdy five minutes after the cops left, um, the uh, same people came back. And at that point, that's when a lot of us started to contact 911 to let them know this doesn't look good. This, these are, there are people that are lingering about. And then we heard the initial smash and the, the first store get broken into. I don't know which one it is, but I'm guessing, I'm only guessing because it was the first store with the, or the first merchandise that I started seeing being hoofed down the street. But I think it was the Timberland store that was the first store to get broken into. I saw men, women, young and old, all races, all colors, everybody carrying boxes of shoes, armfuls of clothes from the Timberland store. I saw a woman, a young woman pushing a baby stroller full of clothes and shoes. I saw people abandoning boxes of shoes in the bushes in front of CB2 and then going back and getting more. And then the cops eventually came back. And at that point, there were four. This is when I got triggered. I was doing great. And then I, the, then I got triggered when I had four Minneapolis police office, police SUV cars slam into in front of our building with the police officers jumping out with guns and rifles drawn, not the rubber bullets, the real thing, yelling at people to get down now. And the people were resisting. I couldn't see because of it being so low under directly under our window. Um, the people's voices it was just so it all happened so fast at that point i yelled over at christine to get down onto the floor we have a small secure place in our flat and we went there and we stayed there and all of the other neighbors in our building um i texted them we had a group chat going and i texted them letting them know what was going on a couple of which heard it the individuals that were being apprehended by the police started to resist arrest and understandably no police officer ever wants to have to use lethal force i get it you never want to do that and they proceeded to start to tase them over and over all of these people and at that point then it became they became subdued and they left and it was quiet for about five minutes again 
and then it started up again. And at that point, the people, they started driving into uptown from all directions. They started driving onto the sidewalk and they started to raid other stores. And that was when the, and then the police came again. They did not draw weapons, but the police came again and broke it up. And then at that point, that was about 2.30 in the morning when I did my first Facebook Live video to show the destruction of uptown Minneapolis in our neighborhood and how quickly it happened. The next morning, um, I went out um, and I did a bit of a walkabout in another Facebook Live video to show how the neighborhood responded and how everybody banded together. Everybody, again, all walks of life from all the different businesses, from Amazing tie to the mall to everybody was banding together and boarding up their stores and preparing for what they never wanted to have happened. And then that was that was Thursday morning, and I did my Facebook Live video to show that. And there was a there was an eerie feeling. It was that same eerie feeling that you have before a really bad earthquake in Southern California. You just can sense it. Your pets are going crazy, and you just like Ugh. and there's a phrase, you know, this is earthquake weather in Southern California. And there was that eeriness, that calm before the storm. The sun started to go down. We didn't have any police. We did not have any military, not one to be seen, to even make a drive. And I understand there were many other incidents that were starting to happen Thursday evening. And the best way I can describe Take your time, brother. Take your time. It's one thing when you live it and you got people to back you up when you're a business owner, when you're a human being. I live in a building that has a mixed culture of all walks of life in all ages, nationalities, races, and preferences. You could, you name it. And we were in grave danger. There was, it was, it was mortal. We were afraid. Um, the the wood did not stop anybody on Thursday night. Within a matter of a couple of hours, there were four lanes of traffic coming into into uptown. People were driving up on the sidewalks. This was professional. There was no protesters. There were there were not one. And they started to get into all the stores. They got into the mall. Um, they broke into Apple. They broke into the, all the stores you can imagine on Hennepin that used to be there. And that's when it got really scary for us in our building because they broke into the stores below us and they, it sounded like bulldozers going through underneath our homes. And you could hear screaming and yelling and laughing and smashing. I mean, our when they worked on Hennepin, a couple of years ago, I mean, our, our building was like with all the construction and that's how violent the rating was under our building. The best thing I can describe is that if anybody has ever seen or is aware of the movie, The Purge, that was uptown Minneapolis. There were no police, nobody came, not even a drive-through. We did not have the National Guard. We had nothing. It took them an hour to get into up into Apple and they got in and we saw people of all colors, of all ages, of all walks of life, carrying armfuls of computers, the other stores, clothes, merchandise, Sephora, you name it, what left, what little was left in Timberland. And they took it all. They they broke into what the kitchen window. You know, they broke what I saw that. happening, brother, was um, people using this as a reason to disgrace George Floyd and using his as name. him as an excuse to st steal, to loot, riot, to just destroy people's lives. They did, and they succeeded. We were calling 911, and we were given, all of us in our apartment were given the same cookie cutter line thank you for the up thank you for the information we will update the officers nobody showed up 
the criminals night, because uh, pardon last night i was told national guard was called out and never responded no, no. um we watched the criminals come up to our doorstep and i guess there must be something going on some type of a code of ethics or whatever i don't know or an objective but they turned around they did not break into our residential area and that is just so odd because i've been through looting i've been through riots a riot is rage it is nothing more than a hate filled rage that there is no thought process there is no logic it is just rage and people raiding and looting and stealing all forms of property from any way that they can get their hands on it and the fact that residences were not targeted in uptown up until that point um we were we at, at throughout the entire night i was up all night live tweeting and sharing on facebook and texting my neighbors what was going on and the there was a Subaru that came back over and over and over again, pulling up in front of our building and raiding the shops underneath. And they would, you could hear the car pull up and then you'd hear the screaming and the yelling and the laughing and the crashing and the banging and the booms. And then the car and the car would leave and like 20 minutes later, it would come up. We couldn't walk around in our own apartment because of the hardwood floors for fear of them hearing us down below. It was literally Anne Frank's diary in real life combined with the movie, The Purge. We had to use the restroom. We got to the point where it was critical just to go pee. And we, and we waited until they one time had left so we could use the restroom, but we couldn't flush the toilet. They came up our doorstep several times and, and several times each time turned away. The, there were cars, trucks and vans that backed up to the mall to the entrance of calhoun square the shopping mall and were bringing just armfuls of merchandise and throwing it into the cars and then they would drive around um one of my neighbors had an eyewitness account of three cars being broken into thursday night and, and stolen on 31st we have eyewitnesses and i heard it i did not see it my other neighbor saw it um, they were shooting at the bank to break into it and were able to steal the money that was in there. There were multiple shots fired out on Hennepin that night. I, and I've been through that in Hollywood and in Los Angeles, the Northridge earthquake riots when I became homeless in the blink of an eye because of the earthquake and the police and the National Guard were there within hours to stop the looting. We had tanks, we had Humvees, we had everything. We had what we pay for in this country. We had the necessary resources to protect us, to protect the, the dream, to be able to do what you love and provide for yourself, to protect your life. I was there for the riots, for the OJ Simpson riots, the previous riots in LA, they were there. Granted, this was it got bad. Like Nobody came. There's all this talk on social media. Oh, we're sending them in. We're sending them in. But then you get pictures that you see on social media with people standing down. You see police officers doing their best, but they're only authorized to use rubber bullets. I watched so much unfold. I was using every. I, we were evacuated yesterday morning we had hours to get out and we don't have all of our personal belongings i'm in a hotel room right now hoping and praying that they don't take down what's left of our town and of my home and chris i've, I've never seen such pure disregard for human life i've never witnessed that and to, to have people go on tv and tout how we made 10 arrests we made 20 arrests but you missed the other what i could easily say was 600 people in one night 700 people on another night come and destroy all those shops in uptown are gone they're gone we when we came back today we talked to our landlord and he's having the gas shut off in our building 
because they're worried that they're going to be arsoning and fire burning down the buildings. They attempted to do that to Apple yesterday. Apple was on fire. That is, it's in the core of everything. The Apple goes, well, well the Apple store is gone. It, the building is there, but there is nothing left inside. But they burn that down. All the other buildings are adjacent to it. Can easily be caught on fire. I mean, look how fast things have been going. I believe the Moxie last night at about 4.30 in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, was raided by people with guns, knives, and weapons, and baseball bats. There are innocent tourists that go there to come to our city, to come to Minneapolis. I witnessed live video of all of these people of like, all colors, all ages, all races and walks of life attacking ATM machines, banks, looting stores, destroying just not even a rich way of life, a working class way of life, a blue, a blue collar way of life. I am by no means a well-off man. I'm like everybody else living paycheck to paycheck. And the boss, brother. Yeah. And these people are coming here. There was not one protester in Uptown still to this hour. And today what I witnessed was everybody banding together in our neighborhood to once again prepare for the worst. The people at Amazing Thai, a family-owned business, which is delicious, the best Thai food and hot chili sauce you'll get if you ever want to be bleeding at the eyes and the nose and the ears figuratively from hot sauce, it's delicious. <laughs> I love the food at Amazing Thai and the customer service is great. And the first night of the, of the raids, they blacked out their windows and put notes up supporting the message that didn't stop them. They, they got raided again last night and we saw them board up their store and they wrote with chalk, you know, messages of peace and love and begging them not to lose their their home business their small business um the bookstore now has metal siding in front of it apple has that barrier wall again replaced um but with much much bigger it looks like a fortress with the wood that they used um gosh it's every everything is boarded up and all we can do is hope David, and pray for the best i have a question for you if you could send one very clear, very precise and decisive message to the leadership in Minnesota, what would you say? Do the right thing. Do what, do what you say you're going to do. Do what you tell us you're going to do. Because the perception that we have right now is the complete dichotomy, the complete opposite. We the people, what we see is a leadership that has ulterior motives, a leadership that's letting its city burn, a leadership that could have been the pin in the map of history to help dampen and suppress and possibly even be an example to other cities that are being destroyed right now around our country. We could have been able to be an example that that wouldn't have happened. Why are you letting this happen to us? Why? We're taxpaying citizens. We're, we're the people that pay your paycheck. We're, it's the pursuit of happiness. There's no guarantee of happiness. It's the pursuit. We're small businesses. This country is run on small and medium businesses. We pay our taxes and plenty of them, 45% and up. Why are you doing this to us? Why are you allowing this to happen? There are innocent people that are begging for your help. And now the buzz is that there are, that there's, I have unconfirmed information that there's Red Cross station ready to come into our city. What? They're ready for a disaster? 5,000 plus routers? 5,000 plus people already at the fifth street fifth street precinct it is a completely obvious systematic takedown of our city they're raiding all the 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 retail and they're raiding the police station you lose your police stations you lose your city and they're raiding the key police stations they raided the third street 
4th Street and now the 5th Street on our end in Hennepin, in the uptown area. Why are you letting this happen? Why are you lying to us? Why are you turning it into something that it's not? I don't need to go into my opinions of it, but everybody has a lot of opinions of, of, and questions. But the main thing is why are you, the leadership of our city, why are you allowing this to happen? And why are you holding back? Is it your image? Because your image is bad now. I was thinking earlier I should do a hashtag and try and see if I can get it to trend as a social media influencer. Hashtag no confidence. And I went to go use it for the first time on Twitter earlier today. And it's already trending for Minneapolis. We have no confidence in a leadership that doesn't support and protect its citizens. You let us down. Why? I don't know if I'm going to have a home tomorrow. And last night when I saw the Apple store burning, the Walker Library being burned, Lund's grocery store across the street from the multi-million dollar project that's being built for more residents to come to uptown Minneapolis, which we desperately need because retail was on its last dying breath. Is this the last nail in the coffin for our city? It's going to take years to rebuild. And some of us don't have years and some of us don't want to take years. And some of us are going to want a fresh start. Why did you do this to us? And why did you bring this on? You don't, there's no excuse fathomable, fathomable for this, none. I'm a small business owner. The tax exactly. citizen. I moved here from Los Angeles, watching Los Angeles in Southern California and Orange County die. I got tired of homeless people knocking on my door. I got tired of my car being broken into. I moved to Minneapolis to continue the pursuit of happiness and to continue chasing the American dream that I still, at the core of my being, even though I've and many days feel like I've abandoned it because it's so dang hard. But I came here because of the economy, because of the people. And we have been so blessed since we've been here. We've been closer to family. My brother, Tony, and his wife, and two beautiful daughters, my nieces, Roxy and Delilah. Christine's family is just over in Wisconsin. And all the beautiful clients that I've been blessed with and the friends that I've made. And it was a fresh start. And here we are. I don't know if I'm going to have a home. I'm in a hotel with four bags, my beautiful partner, Christine, and my absolutely adorable and pig-headed cat at times. Eight months old, she and I have the same birthday, and she's the most pig-headed Leo, and I don't know where she gets it from, another Leo. Um, but we're living out of bags in a hotel, as many others are. And some people, they don't even have that luxury. This is a luxury for some of us right now. There are many others. We watched on live streaming video, not to be seen on any other media network. We watched it live from a citizen journalist of looters and rioters and criminals yelling and screaming profanity to other people that over at the Fifth Street Precinct um, police station yelling at other criminals to stop breaking into apartment buildings. And now there are 10 times that number over at the Fifth Street Precinct, at least a couple hours ago. What do we have over there now? And there's anticipation of up to 45,000 people. You will lose uptown. That's the words I was hearing. And you're hearing it too. 45,000 so, people walking arm in arm through the cities is gone. They're gone now. Oh, oh, arm in arm, like peaceful, yeah. No, I said, if, if 45,000 people walk arm in arm with nothing but on their mind but destruction and chaos the entire metropolitan area is gone yeah Minneapolis the governor would be like that needs movie. to use the national guard the way he was supposed to yeah they have the powers mayor fry needs to step down sorry no they have the power to do it you've got other governors around the united states <laughs> chastising our leadership here for failure to save the city to save its own citizens and if you're getting word of it, and we both have an ear to the ground, there are hundreds of other people that are going, oh my gosh, what is going to happen tonight? There's enough tools for us to keep an eye on what's happening 
as citizens, but to watch it unfold is so unreal. If Minneapolis falls, Minneapolis will be like that movie, Escape from New York. It will be nothing but just anarchy. There's no excuse. There's, there's, no, it's you not You can one... be Snake Bliskin. Yeah, I don't want that responsibility. <laughs> Although I look good in a leather jacket and a motorcycle. <laughs> you know, but a lot of people are asking for Fry to step down and Waltz to step down. I absolutely agree with them. What do you think? They should be charged with crimes against humanity. They sh there should be criminal charges uh, um, uh, started against what their failed leadership has done. I, I don't foresee several of the shops in Uptown coming back and other parts of Uptown and Lindale and Lynn Lake and all these other parts of town and downtown. But our part of the town, I can't. I can't speak specifically for downtown, but I know it, the heart of the uptown area in Hennepin County, small and medium businesses. What do you say? I think, in my opinion, they failed. I have my hashtag of no confidence. We the people deserve better. We're not, yeah. I don't care who is in office, but we don't have a leadership team that is representing all the people. I witnessed all people destroying our city. And I witnessed all people of all walks of life and all ethnicities and all preferences and all colors band together in the city of Uptown to put it back together each morning for the past three days. And there's nothing left in the stores, but they don't want to have it burned to the ground. You lose exactly. your people, you lose your city, you lose your job. A table can't survive with it without its legs. It's as simple as that. I, I, right, I wish I had a much more positive take. Um, I am so, I feel so very blessed. Um, I met another uh, brother here in our hotel who's put me in touch with some more people at a lodge. So I'll be getting in contact with more people. But one of the things that blew me away it was not Minnesota nice. This was human race nice. These were people that I never met before, complete strangers here at the hotel, asked me, I must have looked a train wreck worse yesterday after three days of no sleep and the stress and the psychological destruction that we've endured. And they came over and talked to me and they um, asked, are you okay? Do you have money? Oh, I'm not homeless. But they could see that I've been through enough emotionally and, and I've been taxed to zero. And they asked, do you have food? Are you, are you guys okay? Uh, I said, yes, we're going to be okay. So we're doing the best we can. Minnesota Department of Transportation uh, announces David? closure. We are now getting updates of closures. Our city's being shut down. Yep. I hope that they shut it down enough to David, I'm going to do something here. Uh oh, and, he, and when you start saying here. that, Christopher, I know that you're makes a religious man. <laughs> um, I know you're a religious man, and I'd like to say a prayer with you, brother. I want to pray for you, Christine, and the rest of the people of the Minneapolis St. Paul area. Yeah, and get you know, let's bring God in this because we have to reunite God and country in order to stop things like this. Are you right? It still says, and God, we trust on our money. And on many other things. This for now. All right, brother. All right, brother. Heavenly Father, I ask you to please watch over David, Christine, their cat, their families, and the rest of the people of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Watch over the police officers and National Guards. Help these people to do the job they need to do. Help them to have the strength to step in the line and stop this atrocity from happening. We need your strength now more than ever. Our nation needs to reunite God and country, God and country. That's why we put you on our dollar bill. That's why we invoked you in the very Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution. Please, Heavenly Father, do not abandon us in our time of need. Stand strong with the American people, the people of Minnesota, and the many other cities across our nation that are on fire. We ask this in Jesus' name. Lord, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, hear our prayer. Amen. Amen. And, you know, this is our belief. This is our faith. 
I know people of other faiths and at the root of everybody that I know of the faith, of the faith and the powers that they believe in at the ground level, the cornerstones of all of the faiths of all walks of life is love, compassion. It's to treat your fellow human being as you would want them to treat you. That's all that we're trying to do, the pursuit of happiness. It's all, it's all I want. And I really hope that at the end of all of this, that other generations can learn from this and learn what not to do and what to do. And I hope that there is a transition, a change of leadership that will do the right thing for its citizens and to actually do the things that they preach. Because that's what we're supposed to be having. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what we pay for. And I know that there's exactly. so many other things, but at the end of the day, this is what we're dealing with right now. This is right now. This is today. This is Minneapolis. Minneapolis is burning. And one of my videos I shared was called Uptown Has Fallen, and it has. And now I just don't want to see it get completely uh, raised. As we close, um, yeah. I'm going to ask Theory if you could uh, play that Uptown Has Fallen video for the people um, in its entirety. And let's let David get off of here and get some rest, well-needed relaxation, and take it easy, brother. Call me anytime. You know I'm here for you. And you will not be homeless. My house is yours. We've had such an outpouring of love from friends, clients, family. You know, my brother has offered his house. Um, my friends, my clients, I've got a, a, a client and a friend that's like five minutes from where I'm at saying, hey, let's do brunch. Um, I am so blessed and I feel so very fortunate to have such an amazing collection of people. And if we didn't have a cat, we'd be at somebody else's house, but we have a beautiful cat. And, and poor things got to have some sanity. And, and we just needed some quiet time as a couple to just go, oh my gosh. And we, and we needed to reconnect as a couple and to be there and to have our cries and to have our hugs. And I think that being in this hotel that we've been very fortunate to get to has given us that opportunity to be able to relax because the strain that we have been through as a couple and as individuals has been something I never wish on anybody. You know, it was to the point where I don't ever want that ever again in my life and in my relationship. And I just want everybody to be able to get through this Let's continue to do the right thing, you guys. And to our leadership, do the right thing. It's what you're paid to do. And that's what we expect of you. And that's what you tell us you're going to do. So stop candy coating it and do the right thing. Thank you, Amen. Christopher. David. And thank you, everybody, for this. Do me a favor. Yes, no sir. Problem. Do me a favor. Tell people how to contact you. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are going to want to talk to sure. you. There's going to be a lot of arms reached out. So let them know. Yeah. Um, I can be reached on just about every imaginable social media platform. If you do a search for David Esquire and you see a little bit of a thinner face and no facial hair, uh, but on, on the internet, on my website, it's EsquirePhotography.com. On Twitter, it's Esquire Photo. Facebook, it's David Esquire. LinkedIn is David Esquire. What else? Uh, YouTube is Esquire Photography, I believe. Um, and if you want to take a look at the past three videos, uh, they've got a few thousand views combined uh, showing the raw. The first two videos are very raw. And then there's a little more of a produced piece uh, showing the aftermath of uh, Thursday night. Um, and, if, and you can always reach out to me via email, david at esquirephotography.com. And I'm, I'm always available and I'm happy to do whatever I can. I've shot photos and videos commercially, X games, weddings, portraits, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, if you want your picture taken, my ultimate goal in your portrait is to basically, my common theme is people feel confident, they feel bold, and they feel sexy in their pictures when they have their portraits taken with me. And to sum it up, the kind of experience that you have is just like my company slogan a riot of color in a gray world that is exactly how i live my life and more positive and more uh, too. 
That's why you're the caffeinated photographer. All yes. right, brother. <laughs> you guys go take it easy. Have a good Thank night. You. Contact me later. Uh, Theory, yes. are you able to roll that execute video? Well, all right. I guess we are live. So, uh, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. This is David Esquire coming to you live here in Uptown Minneapolis. We are in the aftermath of yesterday evening's insanity and yesterday morning's insanity. Now we are in the preparation stages for who knows what's going to go down here tonight. Uh, across the street behind me, shops have begun to get boarded up. Uh, the what is the shop? Uh, Ideals. Uh, is across the street. Ideals did not get raided and the owners are in the shops right now. Uh, and they are getting all of their merchandise out. Uh, the bookstore did not get raided. I was very happy about that. Uh, they're behind me as well. There it is. Mager and Quinn's. There they are. They didn't get raided, but they're not boarded up. Uh, behind me is Kitchen Windows and uh, Kitchen Window did get boarded up. They did get, unfortunately, uh, burglarized very, very heavily. Um, this is behind me right here. This is the sidewalk where everybody was literally driving their cars up and backing their cars up to uh, the mall. And uh, here is the uh, window. That is the window right here where they broke in. That one right there, da da da. That is the what used to be a window. That's where they drove up and uh, basically pulled up there. Hey! All right, you guys have seen my post. You've heard about the amazing customer service on the other side of the camera right here. The man, the myth, the legend. I have Tarek with Knight's Chamber. He was very very fortunate and very blessed to not be a victim of the horrible crimes that happened here in the mall. Um, Tarek, anything you want to share with uh, everybody out there in Facebook land? This is absolutely terrible. Whatever has happened out there, there's, there's no reason for people to be out here doing this shit. None of these businesses who are already struggling after being closed for months dealing with all this COVID shit, deserve this. They're already struggling. Most of them might not have been able to open anyways with yeah. this. Now they don't stand a chance. Uh, whoever thinks they're doing something, doing justice for anyone with this behavior, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, there was there was this no is, justice. There's no reason for this. I watched this all unfold um, from our flat at starting at 8:30 last night, and the people that were here were not protesting. They were intentional criminals. Um, the languages did change over the course of the evening yesterday. Um, I, close. I, un I understand Russian. I know a little bit of, about uh, Russian, French, German, Spanish, and, and English and bad English. And uh, that was not being spoken here last night. I, I don't know what it was. I don't want to be presumptuous. But there was a lot of laughing and screaming. There are a, there's a lot of tagging. Do you want to see this? I can get you in. Um, yeah, uh, hang on. I think Christine is here. I know she may want to take a peek. Hang on a sec. She kept walking down the street. She'll she'll make her way back if she. I know Christine. She'll be like, "All right, where's David?" <laughs> and all she has to do is jump on the live stream. Uh, we're gonna get a firsthand look of what Lake Calhoun, or not Lake Calhoun, Calhoun Square looks like right now. And this is. So they get dogwood. No. They didn't get dogwood. I mean, it looks like that got beat up a little bit. Wow, uh, so there's the wall for dogwood, got a little bit of damage. Kitchen window got it bad. <sighs> really? They, yeah, they went in through here. Oh my goodness. Just, you know, I was watching on my, my Look at this. last night, and I watched, it seemed like hundreds of people in the mall. Wow. Um, just r raging through, you know, I got my cameras there facing out, so I saw all of this, I was watching <sighs> it happen. And there was just no one to call. There's no police. Yeah, 911. They're like, yeah, oh, obviously man. there's stuff to deal with. We don't have the manpower. It's yeah. That was the big thing that I was told from um, the police uh, when I called 911 last night. That they were spread so thin. They were doing everything they could. They, I spoke to police officers when they were here, and they looked beat. 
They, they look like they had a really rough night and they, they did. They really did. And it's scheduled for another protest tonight in downtown from five to eight. We got the letters. It is official. There will be protests going on tonight in downtown Minneapolis from five until eight. This is insanity. And I don't I, and I want to show you the new location for Knights Chamber, but I don't want to show you. I don't want it to be this amazing experience that it should be amidst this negative experience because I don't want like your new store is just amazing. But there's so much here that took a beating in the mall. Um, this is crazy, absolutely crazy what happened. And what's interesting is the back of the, the back of the mall didn't get broken into. No, they couldn't get in. They couldn't get in the back of the mall. Wait, I think it's Christine. Here she is. <laughs> can, can she come in? Oh, okay. No more filming. No more filming. Can't go in. So, dude, just my man, be safe, you know, just, dude, bring it in, bring it in. Thank you. Dude, we're praying for you big time. And when all this settles down, come here, see our, see our, see our family here. No idea what they're saying, but right here, this man, the myth, the legend, Tarek Knight's Chamber here in Uptown, Calhoun Square. The man will get you dressed to the nines and even a pair of shorts. <laughs> he made me look good. So if you can make me look good, you can make anybody look good. We can really work some magic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like they did a lot with me. <laughs> yeah. All right, my friend, be safe. All right. All right? Yeah, yeah. If you need anything, let me know. Sure. Awesome. All right, so the uh, Spice Store got raided as I was showing you this morning at uh, 2.30 in the morning. Jimmy John's. There they are, they're boarded up now. Uh, amazing Thailand did not get raided. I was really surprised. Uh, the Granada Theater, my new client, did not. Um, more windows that the criminals broke out last night, boarded up. And uh, yeah, H&M still boarded. Still got their additional graffiti on their wall. So let me turn the camera around here. There's H&M. That all got tagged. We have fresh graffiti all over Uptown. Um, a lot of profanity with the graffiti. It's really, really sad. Uh, here's, that used to be, is that Sephora? No, that was one of the other stores. Crud, here's another store that's getting boarded up. This all happened so fast. Uh, Apple's glasses are getting boarded up. Urban Outfitters was raided and completely gutted. Uh, Sephora, here's Sephora, you guys. Sephora is now boarded up, uh, prepared for tonight's wave of criminals, or who knows what, or maybe this weekend. I'm hoping none of the above. Uh, there it is, Urban Outfitters across the street. They're now boarded. Uh, Timberland was gutted. Timberland's now boarded up. People's Organic has now been boarded up. So that's good. I'm really glad to see that. Hopefully nothing else will happen here. Even the empty space. There's empty retail space here in Uptown. Uh, look at this. This is not even a store. That's been boarded up. Um, there's an amazing fish restaurant across the street uh, called Stella, which always reminds me of the movie Stella <laughs> from, not a movie, the scene from, uh, what do you call it? Oh gosh, Seinfeld. And they're all Stella. Uh, the smoke shop across the street got boarded up. Oh gosh. This is all getting boarded up. Really excited to see our friends uh, with Tanka Ramen did not get raided last night. They did not get burglarized. So that's good. So. My, my, my people, my family, my friends over at Tanka, they were good. I'm really happy about that, you guys. Um, further down the street on Lake, and let me turn the camera on so you can see Stella's. There it is. Stella's is totally boarded up now. And yeah, that's pretty much giving you an idea of like what happened here. But I'm, I'm so happy, you guys, Tanka Ramen, Love you. Can't wait until you can open up again. Your store is safe. At least it was last night. Uh, further down the street, Target. 
got burglarized, T-Mobile, so many other shops. But that's what's happening here. Um, I'm gonna wrap it up, it's hot. And I'm starting to sound like a bit of a broken record. But the reality is, you guys, oh, let me pause here. I'm carrying like a bunch of gear on my back. So, reality is this. You can have a cause and you can protest and that's totally legit and you're in a country that you can protest and you can you have your first amendment and you have a million other amendments and you're allowed to do it but the crimes that are committed there are parts of minneapolis that are far worse You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing, online at newrightnetwork.com.